What's up, everyone? This is Press X to Review. Press X to Review is the audio and video podcast where we are reviewing Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. I am your host, DJ, a.k.a. Sexy Bad Choices. A.k.a. Did you know? What? I have something uh, new today. Uh, Jeff Keighley's father invented IMAX. Mm. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Had had no idea. I found out this weekend. Like, that's crazy. Well, Gotta tell everyone else. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. <laughs> yeah, you know. Who are you? I, I'm your heavyweight champion from Wish Nickelwood, California, aka the janitor because if you watch niggas, aka Slankston Hughes, aka Did You Know? Oh, oh. That The Rock just rapped on the Tech Nine song. And it was it 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 wasn't bad. I was amazed. The Rock? Like yes. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Well, I mean, he is a performer, he's an entertainer. I, he used yeah, to but, sing on WWE. I mean, yeah, what can but he not do? I'm getting tired of this man accomplishing so much. Push a, push a baby out. <laughs> <laughs> I am Sean MF Ross. What does MF stand for? Uh Spirit uh, uh, uh apprentice. Spirit guide apprentice. Yep, those, there's a there's an M and a F somewhere in there. Nailed it. <laughs> Black stuff. I'm Avery. Nailed it. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest. I woke up like five minutes before we started this review cast. So this is all me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was right, he was well, putting in work. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Oh, uh, there. With us being introduced, we can actually, actually talk about Kenna Bridge Spirits officially. We've been doing a little bit of these uh, impressions on our normal cast, so uh, mm-hmm. check those out if you. Um, we were doing impressions healthy. like Christopher Walken impressions. We were doing Rock Michael Obama Jackson impressions. impressions. Michael Jordan impression. <clears throat> Fuck those kids. Um, <laughs> you beat me to it. All right. Um, so, so that you know, dear listener and viewer, this will be spoiler filled. So, yeah. All right. Let's talk about the fidelity of this game and our general experience. Okay. Um. So, how did you guys feel about this uh, Souls-like game? I enjoyed overall. It. Yeah. I think Mark. that. Um... I enjoyed it overall, but I think that it wasn't. I feel like it didn't have the worksmanship to make the Souls thing as polished as it could have been. Mm. So it so we end up encountering certain things like the magnet, like other yeah. bullshit situations. But overall, it was still like probably one of the better Souls like games out there yeah how about you avery uh i like it uh i was in love with it for most of the game up until the very end and it's not because of any like like general real flaws of the game i just think that especially early on when the game felt very souls like to me at a certain point it stopped feeling souls like and just felt Mm. like oh this is a solid old school game Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. I. I am. 
kind of in in the middle of everyone. I I enjoyed the souls like mechanics to the game. I thought it was fun and uh, surprising because you know didn't really expect that based off of how the game you know initially looks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I did kind of. It it did feel kind of like what Avery's saying. Like after after my life bar hit almost half of my TV screen, I was like, okay, I I this is I'm just kind of playing this game now. <laughs> I'd also say once you once you get the dash, it's no longer like souls because that's not yeah. a thing. Yeah, you, you move you move much quicker. Yeah, and now it's, it's not like, gonna be a one for one souls game. Oh no, of oh, course. It's, it's just, just like yeah. Just because, uh, like, with the whole Souls-like thing, like, before the dash, it was very much so, like, rhythm. I guess rhythm-based, even though we were talking about some of the bullshit, but it was more rhythm yeah. or counter-based. And then you get that dash, and it's like, oh, nah. We run yeah. it from everything, and then we're going to run into you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I also should say that um, in terms of being Souls-like, I... I think halfway through the game, I switched it from the, I guess, normal difficulty to expert Mm -hmm. difficulty. And it presented more of a challenge, which I appreciated because that's, I was, I was looking for that at the time. Um, The, the, the one, uh, the one caveat to difficulty is that when you go from expert or you go from normal spirit guide to expert spirit guide, um, you gain your your rot energy back by attacking. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. I think. I think it's automatically recharging before or something like that. I don't. It only does no? it on story. Okay. Well, it there, depends on the difficulty. Yeah, like there's the rot energy is tied to something in expert that is not normal, mm-hmm. and the the enemies are more aggressive. I felt like with the enemies being more aggressive in expert mode, I was able to counter a lot more. Mm-hmm. Because it, I, 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 I don't know. It just felt like I was able to, like, okay, well, they're going to hit me, so let me just put my shield up, and it's like, oh, I got a counter. Great, I can follow up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that actually kind of benefited me in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so do you guys feel like this game was a next gen game? Uh, yeah, in some no. ways, I do. In some ways, yeah. I think, yeah. um in, in terms of, uh, sorry. I think in okay. terms of um, overall presentation, um, like I feel like it's next gen in its open corridor design mm-hmm. and some of its art direction, but it's definitely feels very last gen or definitely double A in some of the trappings of the game or some of uh like i said the way that it lays out the um fight mechanics mm. okay uh sean you said no right only because this is on the ps4 as well um <laughs> i don't know <laughs> maybe the draw distance is better on um the ps5 compared to four yeah but mm. <clears throat> i, I w- Without knowing the exact differences, you know, between the versions, I don't know what I would, you know, how like how does this look on the PS4 as well? Yeah, that's actually a good question. I, I yeah, that's a good question. Would like to see what it would look like in comparison. Avery, somebody pull yes, up the right? YouTube side by side. 
Uh, I agree with Marcus on the presentation of this game. Very much feels like a modern game. And I think I'm comparing this a lot to a lot of the other games I've played. And I think a combination of this game's art style and then its graphical presentation, it looks a lot better than a lot of games I play this year. So like mm -hmm. on that point, it feels like a next gen game. I feel yeah. like it it, it had I can't uh to Sean's earlier point, I can't tell if this is just a difference between I'm playing this on a PS5 and I'm playing this on a PS4, but the game runs really smooth, it's incredibly snappy. There's really no real load times, like maybe a second at most. No, that, like, yeah. that that's true. Yeah. Uh <laughs> from and from like where we get to gameplay presentation, I agree that from a gameplay presentation, from a gameplay standard and design, it feels like an old gen game. But at this point, gameplay design doesn't really do much in terms of determining what's next gen for me. Because yeah. literally, because that's just like a that I I feel like a lot of the gameplay choices and Kenna are no longer just like limitations of the team, but deliberate design choices of how they wanted to play the game. And yeah. that either affects, and to that point, I, it doesn't, I, I, I don't see it. I don't necessarily see it feeling like a old gen game on that point. I'll yeah. say at least for me, cause I can't speak for anyone else, but I, for me, when I say something feels next gen, it's sort of like the devils in the details where like, you know, God of War, Ragnarok, or even Ratchet and Clank kind of have things about them polish wise, even in their gameplay that feels like, I don't know, it doesn't feel as janky as this does at times. Yeah. And so that's what I mean with that. Like it's still, it's definitely not like, oh, this doesn't run smooth at all. But like in comparison to other examples, even Ghost Tsushima, which isn't a next gen game, you know, or Last of Us 2, like there's certain detail elements that make those games feel like, oh, yeah, this is pushing yeah. the pedigree. And I, I don't see them spending the time <clears throat> on those minute details. Right. For such a small well, team, they were just trying to deliver a competent game. Because, yeah, because it's I, I double think... A. Yeah, I, I think um, we should say this is around the beginning, so it's good. Um, Ember Lab uh, created this game. Ember Lab is a small studio, and this is their first uh, game that they created. So yeah, they uh, used to make commercials. Doing, yeah, they're doing animation work. So it's funny that they used yeah. to make commercials and made no commercials mm -hmm. for this game. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, uh, yeah, I, I. I feel like this, I would consider this an XM game only because um, I I think in terms of what they are accomplishing in-game is really pretty amazing. Uh, they they do the, I guess in a way, they do the, the, the rift of Ratchet and Clank a lot better than Ratchet and Clank. Because uh, when you're teleporting to... So you know how Ash and Clank had you teleport you get, yeah. to the rifts and stuff. When you get the dash. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hmm. Like I feel like the only times where they could really hide the load is when you first go into one of the uh, Toshi's 
riffs and it like cuts into that uh cg video oh, yeah. or whatever yeah but like other than that like in game like you move super snappy through those riffs and there was a point where i was just kind of just moving just going you know just trying to get through the game and i uh uh dashed through a rift and i almost fell off the the stage because <laughs> i was just kept going <laughs> I think yeah, it's uh, a different implementation than um. Uh, yeah, Resident it, it, Clank. yeah, yeah, very, yeah. Uh, I think the core difference between this and Resident Clank is that Resident Clank is loading multiple levels and multiple instances of a level at the same time. At this, well, yeah. Well, kind of fundamentally, and this is what my point of contention with the with comparison is that's just a part of the map that they blocked off with a door. Like, especially true, when you beat true. the area, those rifts sort of disappear, and it's just like, oh, here's the open area now. There's only, like, a yeah. couple of them that are just straight-up teleportation, but I don't think there's enough of them to do the raw math of what Ratchet Yeah, doing. no, I, I, definitely, I definitely get that, but, but I, I, get, I think... I get what you're saying in terms of, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Ratchet, when you, when, you, Ratchet, when you move through a rift, there is that slight moment of slowdown as the game resets itself to your movement through the rift well this kind of mm. it's pretty much near instantaneous if the rift I, if if the door dash involves actual teleportation to another area which is like really rare it, it's like a you're right through yeah 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 i don't feel like i experienced any slowdown in ratchet and clank i'd have to go back and look it's because it, it's not really much of a slowdown it's not like the game is chugging to load it's like yeah. there's an animation time of you grabbing it the game slowing down as you grab it, and then you pulling you through, and then you coming out the other side. Oh, you're talking about those. I'm thinking about the pocket dimensions. Oh, no. we can kind of like have yeah. one foot in, one foot out. I will right. say that you know, once again, I want to because I think we already did, but give props to the load times or lack thereof. Rather, mm-hmm. this game is quick. Uh, yeah, I was like, just yeah. looking actually. Um, on the PS4 Pro, at least it takes about 20 seconds to load into the game versus the 5 for the PS5, and then it runs at 1440 and 30 frames a second. And the PS5 oh. is 4K and 60 frames a second. Oh. So there's your difference. And oh. I'm sure it's lower on a base PS4. But yeah, the right game imagine. aesthetic yeah. is One almost Nintendo-like. <laughs> the game <laughs> aesthetic is Nintendo-like, so like yeah. it can look crisp if Mario and whatever would... can look crisp on a... Switch. I would say it's 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 more like them, Pixar or no nah, them them rod are straight up Pikmin. Like, what I'm saying is the aesthetic though lends itself <laughs> to crisper details. They're not going for photorealistic people. Well, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Other than the, the foliage, maybe looking right. at anybody right. else think? Did anybody else? I know we're getting the story details right now, but did anybody else think he looked white? Hannah? Yeah, Toshi. No, Toshi. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He was when like, they revealed uh, Toshi. I'm like, is that Jon Snow? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so how do y'all feel? Do you think Kenna and the Rot could be a future mascot for PlayStation? Mascot? The Rot, yes. The Rot, yes. Kenna, we'll see. Because the Rot about to be in Sackboy. I know it. Would <laughs> 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 that not be Blackface for a Sackboy? Is Sackboy going to be canceled? I mean, Find out more at 5 o'clock. The Rot already come with their own accessories. The little cowboy hats. You mean Mr. Popo's children? Stop them all. Stop them all. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh goodness. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely could see uh, Kenna and the Rot having a future as you know when when PlayStation does that splash screen of all their like hit games, they have right. you know, a little little Kenna and They'd the have Rot to with buy them the first or enter into a brand's hair. Agreement. Yeah. On I, Women's I, History I, Month, they're I, on I, Women's I, History Month. They're going to do a splash page with uh, Kenna, Aloy, Ellie. That is this. Yep. <laughs> no, I, I don't think Ken has a PlayStation Studios game, so I don't think they're going to prop it up un, un, unless they buy Ember Labs. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'd have to deliver another solid game before they think about buying them. I mean, I feel like they they just might just off the strength of this one. Yeah, well, it wasn't yeah. perfect, and but as a especially with how I mean, this game just kind of ends. Anyways, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, all right, let's talk about the gameplay. Uh, what was your overall experience with the gameplay? What did you like and dislike? We kind of touched on it, but we can go in depth now. Who wants to go first? I loved every moment that I got a new thing to play with. Mm-hmm. So the first time I got the bow, I was like, oh, shit. This chick is a Quincy from Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then she got the bombs. And I'm like, this is a goddamn Rasengan or a spirit bomb. <laughs> <laughs> like, Especially when dudes, you just get the rot bomb. Yeah, I like yeah. These, these seriously uh watch anime. A lot of this has to be anime inspired. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah, so uh, every time like? I gotta upgrade. Um <laughs> the weird jumping momentum, like mm. or inertia, lack of inertia, whatever mm, you yeah. want to call it. <clears throat> mm, yeah, that, like I was saying much Chad, that the uh the way that the jumps works is that the first jump is for momentum and the second jump is for height. Her jump yeah. is so it, ch- the even the double jump is cheek, so you can't really jump over anything. Like you can jump like platforming wise, but in a fight, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. maybe you can jump over like like let's say something hits the ground and it sends out like a shock wave, you can jump over that. But like if somebody's running at you, like you better dodge roll or dash once you get it out the way or counter it because you can't jump over it i i tried jumping over multiple enemies and i got hit and i was like that that doesn't make any sense i was i was pretty effective at getting over stuff by jumping i would I, i would default to double jump to the um slow down with the bow and i was able to get around a lot of things yeah like uh yeah go ahead i was just like kind of how um like uh several of the uh bosses and then obviously become mid bosses have like mm-hmm. little uh weak points on them and at times i would try to hit their back the ones on their back and i would try to yeah. jump over them to do it and for whatever reason like i don't know maybe the game just hated me but <laughs> there would be certain <laughs> things where i'm just like this shouldn't be this hard like this yeah, should not yeah. be this difficult. Yeah, getting getting around to their backs was was kind of <laughs> difficult at times. Like now, I think about it, I imagine it would be a rot bomb to run, jump, and then hit him in the back. Right, because that would freeze him. But like, yeah, there was the I forget the name of the corrupted wood guy with the boomerang sword thing. Like that oh, one, yeah. that one kind of gave me the most trouble because it was like, all right, I just. He would either I, dash I, at you or throw the damn thing. Yeah, not even that. It was just Yeet. like, all right, you're just you're just a tank, and there's no effective way of, um, you know, taking you out quicker other than just dealing with you or figuring out how to get to your back. So right, 
Yeah. Um, Avery? Uh, yeah, I, I really like the gameplay. I think that it, to our earlier sort of criticism about it feeling like an old game, the, the gameplay very much feels like every mechanical decision they made was more in line with a uh, sort of a, a PS2 game than a PS4, PS, even a PS4 experience. I like to Sean's point about momentum. Nothing turned me off more than minute I took it. I made I started jumping in this game, and Kenneth's character slowed down immediately and didn't really go that far. And then mm-hmm. it, it reminded me a lot of a minor frustration I had with Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. but like one that doesn't really at the grand scheme didn't really bother me. Is that like I would jump, and then like I just couldn't. It like the platforming in this game is very much meant on if if your Kenna cannot get high enough to land comfortably on an object, she can't jump there. And it took me a long yeah. time to just figure out yeah. that aspect of his platforming, and that kind of bothers me in the early stages. I think the combat is really great. I think like the combat is probably one of this game's best features. I think it's completely unbalanced, and there at a certain point it stops becoming interesting, especially after you get the dash mechanic. But, uh, cause like, the minute I got the bow, <clears throat> I, melee attacks stopped being effect like a like a thing I wanted to do anymore. Yeah. Like, I would do it every, every once in a while, would present the opportunity. But like, a lot of combat you just kept them at bay. Kept them at bay and just pot shot them from a distance. And mm-hmm. uh, like the enemies didn't attack in a aggressive aggressiveness to make not not allow me to. Yeah. Most enemies to like just recharge my arrows and things like that. Yeah. Uh, I think all the rot special moves are really amazing. I think mm-hmm. in terms of just like like high powered like options, I think that I'm I'm I like this game isn't too much of an RPG, but I'm so used to being an RPG that the fact that ultimately like like Canada doesn't get stronger she gets more combat options and more health she doesn't get stronger kind of annoyed me but that wasn't much of an issue as i got to the late game uh, and i just got sort of got used and then i got to the dash and i realized oh i don't need to get stronger i can one shot most enemies with the fucking dash uh i think the exploration is really great yeah i think the minute you get you enter the world map and you see they're like hey you have to go to a rusu mountain and like they show you Rusu Mountain on the top, and it's like it's very clearly a rendered in the in the world object. And I'm like, oh, I'm eventually going to go there. And you climb that mountain, you do that entire trek, and then you get up there. I'm like, that is incredibly impressive. And it's like it's one of those things that this game, up until it's like 75% mark, just constantly impressed me with every decision. I'd walk into a cave, and I just I the door would close behind me, and I it it just be pitch black dark, and like yeah. like and not like dark as in like oh, there's just no lighting, but dark is like, oh, I'm in a dark area, and the light, the light in this area is reflecting the, the, uh, the actual environment itself. Yeah, the, and then uh, if you hit the, uh, the shield, you can see, like, certain bioluminescent things, like, yeah, yeah it's really cool. I think, I think the game has some really great pl- puzzle solving, like, in terms of, like, games I played this year, especially, I made a lot of, w- one of my early jokes about Kenna, and I'll, I'll end it with this, was that, like, I can't believe that there were, in a, in a, in a year where we had three high-profile pro, high action platformers, uh, two of them decided to be PS2 games, one of them hey. I found that was a very, 
that was a detractor and like something that not enough people talked about in terms of the quality of one game. But for Canada, mm-hmm. like it's that old weird Chris Rock joke that the sky's the limit, the limit's the sky. Mm-hmm. We're like, where it's like when I played Psychonauts, all of its all its PS2 trappings bothered me because like it clearly could have done better. But when I played Canada, I was like. New, brand new studio, brand new game, a little bit of jank involved in that, but pretty much most of their most of their design decisions sang for me. Yeah. For me, I was I warmed up to the game as it went along because as you gain more things, it felt less restrictive. So I was yeah. like, okay. Though there was still some choices they made design wise that just didn't make a whole lot of sense to me just because <clears throat> like like um example uh avery just brought up kind of how like in horizon kind of uh you kind of slow down a little bit with aloy's jump not it it's or, not, or maybe not slows down it's but not slow. you have no her jump cannot it, it, it's the same mechanic in that and this is a post breath of the wild world where you're supposed to be able to climb over everything and i don't necessarily I, I, I don't really give a shit about that. But ultimately, there's not a lot of platforming in Horizon, but there are certain aspects of the game that require a little bit of platforming. And like, there's her, her jump cannot clear certain right. objects. It just can't. Yeah. And That's a design yeah. choice. For, for Aloy, because this is the way sometimes that I like um, make sense of things in my mind. Aloy not being able to clear something because to me she's just a human as far as we know she's just human for kenna when i see her for kenna when i see her doing power based shit and then later on when you have a dash i'm just like so why can't you do certain things like why are you restricted in this way you know why when you get the dash you can't do a jump and dash you know like it's little things where i'm just like i don't understand why you decided not to do this and so i i would i would argue that she does have powers but her powers are not physical based at no point outside of her protective shield at no point does she demonstrate physicality that is not indicative of a 13 14 year old girl right but even then like she can double jump like she can literally catch herself midair and push herself farther into the air which is not something a normal person can do so with that tried it though marcus have you tried to double jump yes i have and i injured myself (laughs) (laughs) so like at that point broken both ankles At that point, it's like all logic goes out the window to me. And I'm just like, well, okay, just start throwing in shit then. Like, let's like I've I've been spoiled by Devil May Cry. I said this before on an earlier episode. So it's just like, okay, Devil May Cry, you can double jump and then dash in the air because that makes total sense in that circumstance. And I'm like, yeah, so do it here. Oh, you you didn't. Why? Not a good reason. Or you don't have a good um, explanation. Okay, sure. Whatever. But yeah, well, no, I don't, I don't, 
with the de with specifically in the dashing and devil may cry that's an ability you uh dashing in midair and devil may cry that's an ability you get in midair i mean that's the ability you get and not something dante right. specifically can do and then right. there's and there there is a design aesthetic choice they make is that when he dashes in midair they they display a glyph in which he's not just dashing in midair because he can just do that He's bouncing himself on a glyph as a solid object and bouncing off of it to initiate the dash in midair. So there right. is oh. no, no, yeah. There, there's, there's some rhyme and reason to it, but it's something you gain once you get the dash ability, and then you implement it. You can implement it into your jump. I don't understand why you couldn't do that here. And in that's, Kenna, in like... Kenna, the <laughs> dash is based entirely on your shield, something you cannot do in midair. So the logic of her then being able to dash in midair when she can't shield in midair, it's kind of broken there. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I just... I, I think it, it's one of the things where in the sequel there could be, like, ability where she jumps off the rod or something. Yeah, I just... I, 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 I understand the rhyme and reason. It's just, for me, I still don't feel like that's a good enough reason. But <clears throat> that's not... It's just a there. design choice. Right. And it's one that I just didn't like. But right, right, right. <clears throat> elsewhere with gameplay, like uh, I think that the traversal is solid. Um, the map system, not the best, but it does what it's supposed to. Um, yeah, I I think that like I do like the fact that the game doesn't necessarily hold your hand in terms of like exploration, so you kind of just get to tinker with shit a little bit and. Mm -hmm. You know, like you go into an area and you're just like, okay, I'm not sure what's happening here. Let me let my shield off and see if something triggers. And yeah. that's something that possibly can happen at any point in time. Um, and even though like the rewards for exploring aren't really that impressive, like you're either getting money for hats or you're getting other rot. But exactly 10 of my rods have crowns on them. Thank you very much. <laughs> but it's still kind of it's still fun to go search for shit like mm -hmm. you know sort of like genshin almost where you can go out into the world and then just stumble upon something and like yeah. oh this is a uh arrow mini game or this is yeah a, right once right. you get the bomb the things the way that exploration really starts to open up when you get the bombs and you know um so I thought that was really impressive. Almost that almost impressed me more than the uh, the fight mechanics because the fight mm -hmm. mechanics frustrated me for a while. Yeah. And then when it gets easier, or when it gets at least when you get more of a hang of the fight mechanics, and then you get more abilities, it got better for me. But they still did little things here and there that just felt. Um not disingenuous, but it felt like, uh, you know how uh, there's that like joke, um, like in so many comedy skits where like they're talking about, you know, boyfriends playing like 2K or they're playing Madden in like the game. This game be cheating. Mm -hmm. That's how it felt sometimes with uh, okay, some of the okay. fights in this yeah. game where I'm just like, no, this game cheating, bro. This is some bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get that. I get that. Like, I think um, in one of our casts, we were talking about uh, one of our normal 
a regular podcast. We're talking about like the 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 Taro fight with the uh, the leap, the mm-hmm. grab at the at the end of that fight. Yeah, but yeah, um, I in terms of what I liked, I really enjoyed the gameplay. I enjoyed the the combat. I enjoyed the traversal for a lot of the reasons that has been mentioned already. Um, I think. Uh, like Avery, once I had the bow, it was very much so like, oh, this this allows me to do a lot more in this game now. Why and... would I try it like a commoner? <laughs> <laughs> Swinging fists. <laughs> right. And it was, it, was, it was really and truly, I used the bow to, I used the bow a lot to just kind of um, strategize like my next moves. Because I would jump in the air, I would slow down time. I was like, "All right, I got these little guys coming after me that are gonna explode. I got the um, the snipers in the back, so I need to take out the snipers before these guys get to me." And I would just do stuff like that, and it made the it made the game way more enjoyable to the point where I think at that point I was like, "All right, I'm I'm these combat scenarios are no longer challenging," and I think that's when I decided to up the difficulty to get a bit more challenge um mm-hmm. yeah i think in terms of i also liked the boss fights although they were frustrating i don't think it was there was always a okay i see what i did wrong there and i i i can adapt to that and i can figure this out except for the last fight but we'll talk about that um yeah i overall i was pretty positive on this game. I think what I didn't like was, I think out of all of the abilities, I I like the bomb. I just think that it remained underpowered, and I felt like there should have been some kind of power increase with the bomb. I think the the freezing skill to it is cool, but mm. because it's tied to the rot action, it's kind of like, do I really need to use that right now? And I think right. the <laughs> only time where I was like, all right, let me use this was fighting the uh, the witch that could drain your health. Mm. Like that was oh, the main time. It. Yeah, that was the main time where I used it. But really and truly, you fight her like you fight you fight her like once, right? No, you fight oh, no, her like twice. Maybe twice. there's a couple of them. In yeah, two or three game. times. Yeah, because they're 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 in the you fight two of them at the same time. Oh no, that was normal. No, you fight Whatever. one, and then you go later in that area, and you do fight two. Oh, I didn't even fight. know okay, that. I didn't even know that that was an ability she had until y'all brought. It. Like, uh, <laughs> like yeah. I was like, "Excuse me, she can do what?" Yeah, I think <laughs> I mentioned that last cast, right? Yeah, and like, yeah, I was just getting her the fuck out of there before <laughs> she could yeah, even. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like so, she, yeah, I, I mean, knew she could heal, but I didn't know she could take my health. Right. Oh, you know what? There's two. There's I've two. seen more because I've done all the um or most of the spirit mail shits. There are other oh, challenges. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 But um, I I, I think what the thing that I I probably dislike the most about the game is how damage is <laughs> metered out in a way because I feel like there is times where. It's not necessarily cheap. I understand that it's the developer's decision, but three times where I'm sitting here, <laughs> I'm like doing combos and stuff, and it's just like you can see the health bar. It's like, like you feel like I'm you're fucking like, them up, and it's just yeah. like, 
no, I'm it's not, just like I'm not doing okay. Anything. Obviously, I'm I'm just I'm supposed to wait and I'm do the big damage game. when well, I mean, weekend, she is whatever. a young girl hitting with a stick. I don't. <laughs> so what I mean, it was charged with power of the earth. Remember Goku with his spirit bomb? You see how destructive that was. Every hit, she should. Yeah, you lost. Every yeah, she she's not Goku. She's not your <laughs> beloved god. Hey, they both got black hair. Okay, but I we don't know. I do agree, though, because I feel like the way that the damage is scaled sometimes is extremely inconsistent. Like, sometimes mm. I'll hit the rot arrow, and it takes a chunk of health, and then mm. sometimes I hit it, and it does, like, way less. And I'm just like, yeah. but why? Because I hit him in the same spot both times, so I don't... He might have been bracing. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, that, is, that is an issue. That is a minor issue yeah. I have sometimes with combat, is that, like, there's sometimes an inaccuracy in shots like that was one of my big frustrations with the taro fight is that i i would slow down time and then target the lantern in mm-hmm. under his under his neck and then i fire the arrow and like it would just not hit yeah i just be like yep. well fuck i didn't interrupt this attack i'm gonna get charged well shit i'm dead yeah, yeah. like on my that, my <clears throat> okay but on that uh on that tip like uh, to one of dj's earlier parts yeah i i love the boss fights I love that, like, yeah. the first couple, I was like, oh, there's just, like, variation of the same fucking thing. But after, mm-hmm. like, you get to the first Taro fight, pretty much every boss is, like, a different mechanical challenge that has its own, like, uh, its own weaknesses Gimmick. and strengths and gimmicks that, like, yeah. actually really make the fight fun. Like, it's like, I, I, none of them were, for the most part, I beat all of the, like, sort of, like, uh, Toshi spirits in, like, yeah. two to mm-hmm. three tries. Oh, and each know. try, it was like, <laughs> oh, this is a real, like, I, I understand the gimmick of this fight, and it's just me improving on perfection, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, we've talked about the bosses. Um, I, I pretty much had a pretty good time with the bosses, except for two. Um, the first one was the um, the Toshi, the archer. Oh. That, that, I had issues with that fight because there was times where it was very apparent that like, okay, they, they kind of just was trying to wrap up this game at the end and they were allowing things that should have not been allowed. For example, when she jumps on the ground, when she lands on the ground, she has uh, like a, a half a second or so where she pauses and then she dashes towards you. Yeah. That dash goes through trees. Yes. And it's like, that doesn't make any sense because well, it should at least it should destroy the tree, and like the tree should. I don't should think I had take... that happen to me. No, it's yeah, no, I've had that happen a few times. Things. Yeah, and it's just like that's kind of dumb because there's okay one there's no lock on system. I understand there that is. or whatever, there is. but like what? There is a lock on system. You have to click down on the right stick. Really? There goes yeah. DJ not knowing how to play games again. Well, I mean, I played the whole game not using it, so there's that. Yeah, but, I um, didn't even know that. It was one of those things. I, I yeah. was in the middle of a boss fight, and I'm like, what would be the most intuitive, uh, in, based on this game's uh, uh, style, what would be the most intuitive way to lock on? Like, oh, I aim I, I'm, I aim with the right stick, so I, hit, I click down the right stick, and it instantly locked onto a target. I'm like, okay. Interesting. So when it locked on, is there like a, a, a reticle on stuff? Yes. Screen? Yes. Oh, cool. Well, that would probably help that fight. But um, yeah, like she would get behind a tree and it's like, yeah. oh, I think she's behind that tree. And I'm like kind of running to like get around the tree and she would just teleport through the, she would cut through the tree and, and hit me. I'm just like, uh, well, I mean, they are spirits, DJ. That was going to be my Yeah, argument. okay. 
<laughs> but like it's it's in, it's in a world where Mark has been where... like, she's got superpowers, she can she be she be able to do anything. I'm like, they are spears. They they, they literally can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was it was it's one of those things where it's just like mm, that that shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't have happened because that's the only time where something like that has happened. And if you are dealing with spirits and these bosses are supposed to be spirits, then that should be something consistent throughout the entire game. But yeah, it's that's not her power. I mean, she can phase through stuff. Yeah, all spirits do different stuff. You He's Kitty Pride. But she, but she wasn't phasing through stuff. <laughs> like when she would be flying through the trees, she would fly around the trees. She didn't fly through the trees. Hey, look, it's her body, really. her choice. She, she also teleports. <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, once I figured that out, I beat her ass. <laughs> what was your other? Well, now uh, DJ's a woman yeah. beater. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, hey! She's a spirit. She's a spirit, and she attacked oh, me first. Gee. You you also called her she on multiple occasions. <laughs> Respect their pronouns. No, no, no. I was saying <laughs> you, you said never mind. Good. Um what was the other what was the other Yeah, the other one was the last let's one. Wait. The final uh, boss let's was down. Let's not pull any Chappelle jokes. Let's move forward with this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh so the, the last boss was the um the my last issue was the uh the rot god or whatever, the the, yeah. the dragon. Right. Yeah, that God. that whole fight was just annoying because it was one of those things where all right, we gotta end this game with a bang. How can we do that? And we're gonna we're gonna make Toshi take all of your all of your rot and be like, oh, this is how you're supposed to use the rot, and their rot becomes a a rot corrupted god thing. You have to fight this giant like this giant well, I mean, monster hunter. It's, it's not like it came out of game. nowhere. No, it, it it didn't come out of nowhere, but it was one of those things where just like, all right, now I got to deal with this thing. And the way, yeah, it, I just, I, it was one of those things where it's like, okay, I guess this is how you have to end the game to make it like more spectacular. It's just that I felt like that fight in itself, the, the fact that you, the last move that you get is the dash. Mm -hmm. and you're kind of expected to, all right, well, I got to use this in combat or whatever. And that fight, you really don't necessarily need to dash unless uh... you're just trying to escape the attack. <laughs> but, like, the dash isn't necessarily used. To it's not used. Say it again? It's not used to harm him. I did like yeah, the way they implemented yeah. the dash, and then they gave you that see-through character. I felt like every time they gave you something new, it was intuitive. My, they didn't actually explain my, how to use it. My argument against that, DJ, is that you get the dash, and then there are three boss fights immediately afterwards in which the dash becomes crucial. And then by the end of it, it becomes a very much everything in the kitchen sink type of game. Yeah, Where, definitely. Like, pretty much every weapon you have <laughs> is effective in dealing with the boss. Now, it's like, because here's, here's the thing as we're talking about the final boss in the game. No, I, 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 I wait, 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 I'm pushing back. I don't think every weapon you have is effective against, is needed against the boss. Like it's really just arrows, arrows and and the rot ability to no, pull you the, the spear out. Pretty the back. much, I didn't, I didn't use, use anything. Bomb. I didn't use the bomb, but I'm pretty sure because the bomb pretty much works on every enemy in the game. I'm pretty sure the bomb will work on the boss. If not, no, the bomb. No. It, so here's the thing. I actually because I, I use the bomb too because it's like all right, well the bomb should do more damage when you're hitting the weak spots. It doesn't. It like. The no, I'm not talking that, about the, the bomb doing damage. Like, I'm not talking about doing damage because, like, one of my big frustrations with that final boss is that the first, the, the final final boss is the first phase of the health bar. And I did like 
75, 25 damage to that health bar, and it kicked off the second stage. And then mm-hmm. after that, there's no health bar, and it becomes just like a Zelda fight. And the, I ran it like that way. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. And by that, once I re- went to went to that phase, I stopped thinking about, oh, what skills do damage, and I just need to maintain consistent damage and target the weak spots at going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, what I'm saying is that the, the weak spots is what I'm talking about doing damage. Like, like throwing a bomb at the weak spot and hitting the weak spot, hitting the bomb on the weak spot. Like, mm. that, doesn't, that doesn't do extra damage to the weak spot. Well, the bomb doesn't do extra damage in the rot, the basic arrow anyway, so I think that's just... Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. If you, update, if you upgrade the bomb, it does more damage when you hit it with an arrow before it explodes. Uh, okay, so will the base bomb, will the, will the upgraded bomb... Well, okay, well, you're supposed to be talking about aiming at it when you, when you put it on... Okay, that's, that's completely different. I'm just saying, like, the base bomb doesn't do more damage than the base arrow. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I wasn't, I wasn't using it by itself. I was using them in conjunction. But yeah, 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 so, yeah. I, I will say, like, I think that that battle on the face of it was was an interesting fight, but I think the execution was kind of meh. I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I just, I don't even know if I would call it. I would, I don't even know if I would call it an interesting fight. It just felt like they were doing shit, and I was like, <laughs> I, I don't. Like I and honestly, I didn't even hate that fight. The fight I hated yeah. more than anything in the game was because Taro. I exper- Taro. Oh, Taro. Because oh, Taro okay. was the fight that I experienced the most bullshit. It was censored. <laughs> but um, I, I, I did have one instance with the final Rock God boss where um I stood under his chin, and I don't know if you can replicate this, but I pretty much stood like to the right under his chin, and he just didn't do anything. <laughs> I was able to do whatever, lines, shoot whatever. <laughs> I was able to replicate it maybe like once or twice more. Hey, that yeah, worked. I that think worked. for me, I I appreciate the variety of the boss fights. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the it, it weirdly because of the variety, some are way easier than the others. Like. Toshi to me was easier than Taro yes. because Toshi I could just square up with. Like I would right out the gate run up to that man and like <laughs> I, I would I would this is why I have an issue with the the dash and why it's fundamentally broken is that I would fundamentally just double dash up to him inter- interrupt his move uh and mm-hmm. then just wail on him wait till he doesn't attack dodge out of the you way mean, and get my du- you, you mean dash into him right yeah, I'm, yeah, dash into him. I, I just I wouldn't. I, I just I don't spam know. dash into most of the when it, when it was clearly a humanoid type enemy. I just spam dash into them, and it, it yeah. interrupts everything and does damage. I'd it doesn't interrupt everything. It doesn't interrupt everything. It interrupts most things and everything. I'd say it would be broken if you could do it unlimited. Like it does take your shield thing, so you have to wait for it to recharge after a certain point. I don't but to me, I felt like so giving them an option. I think that giving it an opportunity, giving you an opportunity to close a gap really quickly to me made the game way more level because I'm like, before that, it's just like you're at a disadvantage the entire time. It was super hard to close distances before that dash. And then that would give Mm -hmm. them all the opportunity in the world to jump all across the stage. And you're just like left to try and dodge or counter if you can. And before mm-hmm. the patch, the countering was damn near impossible. 
And so <laughs> for me, it was like the dash leveled the playing field to the point where I was like, oh, I'm not scared of you, Toshi. I'm going to whoop your ass. Like, yeah. you're going to get yeah. this smoke. And I think the last fight, because of just the way that it was parsed out, I'm like, y'all didn't know how to make this hard. <laughs> like y'all y'all figured out a way to throw just enough bullshit into this fight to make it seem harder than it is because on the base level that last boss fight is simple like yeah 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 i got through the first phase of that fight without taking any damage because yeah. Yeah. that that i i used to just i would exploit his blind spots slow it down hit him with the arrows and then i'm off to uh do the next thing yeah. It's not until the third phase where they're throwing everything in the kitchen sink at you where it's like, OK, now I have to worry about things. But the fight itself is relatively simple. And I'll, I'll say that, like, even the third phase is 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 very simple once you got once you figure out, like, what you're supposed to do. You know what fucked me up with the third phase? How constantly there's little rocks falling and then sound waves uh, hitting at a regular yeah, point. Yeah. That's what fucked me up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, even even that was like, all right. Well, I'll just I'll just stay in the air as much as I can. And I'll, I'll even say there was one time where I hit the ground and there was a shockwave definitely under me. Didn't count for damage. Like, all right, well, I'm just gonna keep going. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna question. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it, for for me, I feel like uh, it's kind of saying in in the beginning too. Like, I feel like um the the game taught you a certain language for how to. Uh, play the game and how to spot things that are interactable in the game. And in that last fight, uh, well, actually, throughout the game, you're taught that red is something that is infected that needs to be cleansed. Blue is a thing that is um, interactable and will trigger a, a cleansing okay. action or whatever. Whereas in this boss fight, you have this corrupted guy. Once he, once he gets to the third phase, they have golden spears in their back. And you're just like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, wow, that's kind of crazy. I was also too far to see the actual rot icon trigger. So I was just like, mm -hmm. all right, I guess that's the thing. And I just spent my time, like I got to him with a good amount of health. And I just spent my time trying to hit him, trying to do damage and nothing was working. I was like, all right, this doesn't seem right. So I just, I, I think I got to a point where I was like, all right, I'm just going to restart this because I think I may have done something wrong or I missed something. And eventually I went through a couple of times before I realized, before I got, before I saw the spear and I happened to be close enough to it to actually see the rot action trigger thing. And I was just like, oh mm -hmm. my God. Okay. Hey, and it's, what do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's one of the things where once you figure it out, it's just jumping. And for me, it was jumping, holding the, um, uh, the bow so i slow down time mm -hmm. like look at this thing and press square and did the whole rap thing it's just like this is kind of dumb it's kind of dumb like the toshi fight for me felt like all right this feels like a good way to end it because he you know when you first see him in the beginning of the game he bodies the hell out of you and you're just like mm -hmm. oh my god how am i supposed to beat this guy and then the second the time you see him he sends you to the you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> you're just like, where am I? <laughs> like I felt like yeah. that. Was, like he, that was some Kingdom Hearts shit when he sent you down I, to the realm. 
I yeah. don't necessarily agree with the ending of ending of the game with the Toshi fight. While I while as flawed as the Rock God fight is, I think the Toshi fight is way more more it's way more underwhelming. Well, I, also I was playing on expert, so like yeah, with all due respect, with all due respect, difficulty in games for me, I think for the vast majority of people, I think should come down to what is going to be the way most people are going to play it, not the way it should. No, be no, so I, when, I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree with what you're saying. Like, like normal is like what a lot of people are going to play. I'm just saying that like when I when I was playing on expert, it felt like a challenge. Like once I beat him, I was like, "All right, bet this guy is done." But like having to go into the next phase, and yeah, I, I just I just didn't enjoy the the corrupted god dragon fight thing. I, I kind of wish they showed the end CGI where Toshi was throwing the arrows at the dragon first, and then have you fight it to be like, "That's oh fair. look at that, it's it's the gold <laughs> thing." Like, oh maybe that's something that you have to pay attention to or something, you know. That's fair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My like, j like I, uh, uh, to wrap up this entire section about bosses. Yeah, like yeah. the the last boss is my least favorite boss in the game, and I think not even from a poorly designed standpoint, it was just very anticlimactic. Once I pulled out those yeah. three things and then it just laid there dead, I thought, oh, there's gonna be another phase to this. There's gonna be something that's going to be like a legitimate like, oh, go fuck yourself part of the game, and then yeah. instead of just like, oh no, just purifying. I'm like, oh, that's it, and then the game ended, <laughs> I the right. and then. The game ends and you get the final meditation after that, which is one of those weird things. I'm like, okay, I guess the game's over. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. You know what? You know, we're just gonna we're just gonna jump into the story. We're gonna jump into the story because I, we're just gonna start. We're gonna start with the ending. That was so like, like I even said on the chat, like, did I miss something? Like, I don't. This seems like it. Like it. It, it seems. Like it's lacking something. Like, like part two, bye. It's great. Well, the, like... the the issue the issue with the game's narrative, and this is something I think I talked with Sean with yesterday when we were playing Apex, is that like Kenna isn't a character. Like you only figure oh, yeah. out her wants and yeah. desires after the Adira fight. No, I, I yeah after the Adira fight, we're like, oh, it's something involved with her dad. But for the most part, it's like. You don't know anything about this character beyond, oh, they're a spirit guy. The game doesn't really do a good enough job establishing its world, hence why yeah. I had so much issue going, like, meeting those characters and thinking, oh, they're not just magic, they're not magical people, they're dead. Okay, I wish the game would have explained that to me beforehand. I think the individual stories of Adira and Taro are really good and really powerful mm -hmm. in terms of, like, emotional things and the game's, like, yeah. narrative chopped yeah. a good job of selling that, but it was nearly impossible to get me to care about Kenna. And then when the game just, and it's like, and the game doesn't even end in a way where it's like, oh, we're going to learn more about Kenna. It just, oh, the story is done. You saved the rock gun. The world is saved. Let's move on. And I'm like, oh, okay. Really, 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 really. I thought it was going to be some crazy crap where, like, Kenna does the final meditation. Like, you see the rock god error and, like the the rock god transforms into her dad or whatever and it's just like ah i finally <laughs> found you dad like what's going on or whatever but it was just and like kratos shows up <laughs> the real father was a journey along the way <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes it do and dad comes out of the dragon he's like i finally got the milk uh, what's going on where's your mom <laughs> <laughs> 
But um, yeah, like when I think about it, it was it's very much so like this was this was at most a weekend for Kenna. It was. It was. Yeah, she was passing right. through. <laughs> right. Which is all like the more, that. which is all the more reason for me to not buy that. Well, she was a child. She was fighting gods through the weekend. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing about no. She doesn't have superpowers. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Don't. don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's so hard. All right. Well, uh, in terms if of the overall story, if I shot Kenna with a real gun, <laughs> they don't have guns in that world. So I don't. I don't. That I don't we know, know of. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> Hey, but, it could be like Attack on Titan, where there's a whole like high functioning world outside where she's. <laughs> I do agree with the the. I don't. The game just kind of throws you into it. Mm-hmm. It's like the game opens and you're here, and oh, you're Kenna because she's on the cover art. Cool. Um, we're not really going to learn much about her. Cool. I cared about her simply because she was nice and the protagonist, but yeah, she didn't really have much of a character, I would say. I, I, um, I yeah, yeah, I, I agree, agree with you. Like, I, I, I like the character of Kenna, mm-hmm. based based entirely on her interactions with other characters who I found more interesting. And the like, she's a, she's a, like her, her interaction with the rot are just so adorable and like that yeah. sort of endears me to the type of like that endears me to like oh this is like a 13 year old girl who's like like live like just in, uh, acting like a 13 year old girl with these really weird uh, pikmin-esque characters and then her mm-hmm. interactions with every other character are endearing enough where like i get a sense of who she is as a character right. i like that but like I, there's not enough of that enough of her own like character breaking through without that to like make me yeah i think that in terms of there's not a lot of meat on the bone for her character and because of that they need the rest of the story to pull the weight um and i think it did a solid job with that um i compared it in a previous podcast, I compared it to Avatar in the way that it balances light and dark. So when it gets really dark, it's like, oh shit, like mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. whoa. This is, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, throw a little Hayao Miyazaki in there with like the mental message of like, you know, the life cycles and the way that the earth should do natural progression. Mm-hmm. And if you fight against it, it'll, you know, um, which I appreciate it thematically as well. Um but yeah, the game just kind of ends, like we all said. And I was yep. just kind of like, huh. Like when the credits were rolling, I was like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Like the like she's just meditating and it zooms in on her face and the game ends. And I'm like, I hope this game gets a <laughs> I hope I hope if they want like I hope this game is performed well. So if they want to continue this story, they can because yeah. <laughs> um, that, that, that's the interesting thing. I don't like. I don't want a can of two. Electric boogaloo. Oh, like I, I, I'm as much as impressed as I am with this game. I'm just not genuinely interested enough in its world and its characters beyond the aesthetic to be like, oh, I need a can of two. Oh, I don't um, either. But I will say that looking up at like uh, at least for PlayStation because uh, it, it topped the charts for September, so the game is doing mm-hmm. well at least digitally. And I think That's it's pretty, so like. I think Ember Labs will get another shot to do a game, and 
uh, odds are, and but we'll see where this comes out because it's going to easily be a situation where they uh, they have to sort of self uh, self fund the game and we get another game of this caliber again, or this could be a thing where PlayStation or if other uh, or other studio or other publishers look at look at what they put out and say, hey. We're gonna give you money to build out your studio a bit more uh, and ma- put uh, work quicker on this game because, like, I, like the presentation of this game is so insane. And when I looked it up, and there was like 15 people on this team, I was like, "Yeah, how do they get this done?" Yeah, I think I agree that I also don't need a Kenna sequel. I think though that they want one, or if they don't want one, they haphazardly told this story. Because mm-hmm. there are one, we gave up. We were talking about the fact that she's barely a character, and then the things that we learn about her get any follow through. And me, I thought like when you get to the end and uh, you go to that meditation spot, I think it says something like um, lay something to rest or like guide a new guide some spirit through. I thought address the father thing like mm-hmm. this is the moment where we're going to address the father thing and that's how it's going to wrap it up so when yeah. they just didn't i was like okay they clearly they have to finish they have to address that right like they're gonna do that in a sequel i don't need a sequel but you would think just the way they built the story they have to because yeah. if they don't then this this was not handled well yeah, I, I I think for me, when it comes to like the questions about what is her current uh relate not relationship, but like what is her current um where she's at in terms of with her father and like that I I was kind of now that I think about it, I kind of feel like she has closure with that because when when she was thrown into the spirit world, she saw herself as a child looking for her father in the spirit world. Also, how did she get in the spirit world? Anyways, um, yeah, it, it was like well, the game I think they were all. Well, that's the thing. Like the game doesn't explain what a spirit guide really is. It's until yeah. you have that conversation with the old man, you get a sense of what her job is. But the game sort of truly begins with like, "I right, here's a rot. Here are spirits. Here are these two kids. Go." Whole whole time, what they should yeah. have done is some. Oh, wait, wait, let me finish real quick. Let me oh, go ahead. But yeah, um, I, I, I felt like we are supposed to believe that, you know, she was looking at, you know, herself as a child and her being maybe an adult, I don't know, whatever, older teen, 20s maybe. Yeah. Like she has, you know, she's grown for that, of course, and she has closure and she's just like, oh, yeah, I remember when I was like this. Uh, Wait, I, but, what do you mean adult? early I, I, like she's probably like like 20 maybe i don't know like 18 19 i she's, adult adult is not the right word adult, adult i think she's right like word. maybe 16 i think she's like 14 i think she's at she's at that pre, pre uh she's at she's, that she's of a, adolescence she's a like they, 14 year old <laughs> i mean she fight for her whole life she's very poised <laughs> well i mean Anybody outside of the U.S. as a teenager is more mature than a U.S. I don't teenager. know about anybody, <laughs> but, like, no, but majority. Yeah, like, I would, I, I would, 
Because, like, the game clearly has a character design for small children. It clearly has a character design for small children. But then you, yeah. they introduce you to a character like Taro, and Taro seems to be her age, and he doesn't seem like... He doesn't seem like he's old enough... To, he was old enough to be taking care of his children, so I um, to his siblings. So I count him as like a 15, 14 year old kid. And then they introduce you to two female characters who are clearly adults, and they look nothing like Kenneth's character. She's more, yeah. she's clearly more petite than them, clearly yeah. smaller. So, and then in the in the uh, sort of just for me, it works more for these really small rock characters if she's at that age of like I'm still a child, but I'm kind of becoming an adult situation. So that 13, yeah. 14 type of area. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Good, maybe. What I was going to say... Sequel, but yeah, I what I was going to say was like, if... Oh, oh. I, I was just going to say that I, I would, I would want a sequel to this because hmm. I would see what they can do, uh, you know, with this success. And what, the, what the, the lessons that they learned from this game, like how can they improve on that for the sequel, essentially. I think the, the biggest hurdle they would have the sequel now is they kind of wrote themselves into a corner in terms of the world itself they would still have meat on the bone in terms of dealing with or learning more about kenna as a character but you basically beat rot like you 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 beat decay like <laughs> the concept of decay you beat it so i'm not really sure where well, else you go? I mean, there are other. That, that was one small little area of the yeah, world. They yeah. well, and up but, but as, specifically, but, they're like the you, the rot god, which was your main object of interaction in the entire game, has been dealt with. It like from Mark, I think what Mark is saying with going forward, they either have to figure out another alternative to the rot or some super contrived. They got to bring them back. They got to do some. Uh, like, they would. They would have to do some god of war shit where she just off into another land, but. As we know, Wait, this is why can't there like, be other gods in this? Yeah, I mean, never, like, I'm not talking about other gods. Like, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not talking, I'm not about, talking other about gods. I'm, yeah, I'm talking specifically about the rot. Like that was the that was the issue. That was what to, that Toshi was fighting against. That was said about is decay. Like the and Homeboy was talking to him about how like you need to let the natural progression of things go. You got it. You can't keep fighting against this. Yeah. So the fact that you beat Rot like in Decay, it's like, okay, this isn't about gods or anything. It's like, about thematic concepts. Where do you even go with that now in this world? Because the the only thing we were fighting against in this game was Rot based. There was no inklings of anything else going on here in terms of like a threat. And she's Other than the Rot, guy. she can still move on to another. But that's Part what I mean. The they would have to. They would have to. They would have to. God of War. This, shit. as far as we know, there is no. Well, like for me, it's not even the God other. of Warness. It's just like from a pure mechanical standpoint, you were you were paddling around with the rot this entire game, and by the end of it, you put the rot the rest, and they disappear. Exactly. That's another thing. No, but I, there, there's there's a couple places where they can go. Like for one, they could definitely do the Horizon thing, where it's just like, oh, you were fighting this one. Turns out there's multiple gods in this world. But or the, they can they can go the route of there was technology that was able to rival the god and like that's what Toshi was using like where did that come from <laughs> like that could be a thing that they explore um, they can oh, also the shit that he was hitting them with 
Yeah, I think, that was the mountain, like, I think that was the mountain energy. But yeah, it was the I mountain mean, energy. But it, it it was red. It was definitely red. I if it was the mountain energy. I, I just I, think that I, they would have an uphill battle just yeah. given what they presented us with. Yeah. I'm not to even try and top or try but, and expand. But also, uh, the other thing is that she's a spirit guide. Her her whole job is to guide spirits to the other side. The whole rot thing was just something else on top of that. She was still doing right. the, the spear yeah, guy, so she like, could still just do but that. But she wouldn't be fighting all of these various things without the rot in the scenario. Like, if I mean, we're the, meant the, to believe, she got into the spirit guide business because of her father, because she was yeah. looking for her father. Yeah. But my, that my, is, oh, good. No, no, I think one of the, Marcus is more arguing it from a more narrative standpoint, and I'm arguing it from a more, fundamental design standpoint in that the game core mechanics around revolve around the rot characters that for the most part have now returned to their actual deific state and are no longer a part of the canon character my thing is if there is a canon 2 you either have to interestingly figure out a brand new mechanic to center this game on that's unique mm -hmm. from the rot or you do something that's really tacky, especially with the presentation of this type of game, and just like, oh no, the rod are back now. Or the rod are yeah. everywhere, and you can find. No. And I'm like, I, I, I definitely think I don't. I don't think if there was a sequel, it would be there would be rot based attacks. I think she would keep her bow. She'd keep the the staff, of course. She'd keep her bomb, but the the addition to her skills would come from the new environment that she's in. But the problem so it, it's is, it's almost it's almost like the rot are an element so you but have like made, your fire element but they made this big deal like even in the marketing barely that they, there was of the game that this is like some new mechanic like this is a groundbreaking new mechanic with the rot and like how they yeah. interact with things and i'm like why would game. you do but why it's like it's like introducing pikmin and then doing away with the pikmin in the sequel even though you built a good chunk of your gameplay mechanics around the pikmin it's like why would you why would you do that unless you had something equally interesting or groundbreaking to replace that? With? We'll, we'll I mean, see. We don't, we'll see. We're not yeah. we're not developers, oh, yeah, we're yeah. not writers. Yeah, but yeah. we'll see. Maybe. The last thing I want to say is for me the most like if they didn't want to continue the story, and we just asked how how did she get into the spirit realm? I was hoping they were going to lead to the fact that she's also been dead this entire time. And like, I thought, yeah, I thought they were going to six cents this as well. Yeah, exactly. Like All that's, right. I was, I was, I was hoping like, okay, this is where this is going. And the last thing she needed to do was come to terms with her reality and guide herself, like let herself let it all go. Mm -hmm. That's what I was hoping they were going Yeah. But. Also, uh, my, my final thoughts on this game, and we should wrap this up, is that uh, we've been, we've been on a downward trend and talking about this game for the last 20 30 minutes i really like this game it's one of my top yeah. five games this year yeah yeah me too like it I there was a period of time there was a period of time where verging on this being probably like my number two it's not anymore but it's definitely still in my top five mm. like okay. and i I, I appreciate this game i appreciate what this game offers as a potential for this this uh brampany i i'm i'm definitely going to be keeping my eye on them because of this oh yeah for sure 
Uh, okay, to, to wrap this up, uh, let's rate this game and answer the question, would you recommend playing this game? So, yeah. Marcus, rate, oh, okay, cool. All right, there we go. <laughs> All right, guys, see you later. Like, <laughs> uh, Marcus, what, what's, your, what's your rating on this game, and would you recommend others play Kenna Bridge of Spirits? I'd give it a smooth... I'd give it a smooth 8, I'd say. I'd give it a smooth eight out of ten, and okay. I would I would recommend people play it. Um, I think that I would warn the casual, like the more casual gamer, that there is you're going to get frustrated <laughs> at points of this game. But I think that it's a worthy journey to go on, um, and the aesthetic of it allows it to not have like a high barrier of entry. It's not some like high mm-hmm. concept shit that m- most people might not be able to understand. It's like I think most people can get into this just based off of what they're presenting alone. Um, and also right. the game was like, what the game was 40. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. mean like totally, I, I would be like, yeah, absolutely. Like if you got, especially 40, if it's on sale. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would totally recommend people to play the game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sean. Uh, sure. I would also give it an eight out of 10. It, it's not necessarily that it's super flawed or anything. Um, it's just, I think things could be improved, but as we keep on harping on, they used to make commercials. This is a pretty competent game for your first game where there are no mm-hmm. just ridiculously glaring issues or glitches. I, I didn't have really any glitches or uh, crashes for the game. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I had a couple. They, yeah. um, I mean, it, it happens, but they delivered a solid experience. I, I would reckon this is a starter Souls game. This actually made me want to go back and uh, I, uh, check out Souls again, or not? Maybe not Sekiro. Jesus Christ! But um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, actually, this, like here's the thing: this game is more in line with Sekiro than it is the other Souls game. And as the game oh. keeps going further and further, it's like not even even it stops being like a Souls game in this entirely. It's like I, it's I more I, of a Sekiro. Not it's not even. It's just a regular game. It's like mm. it's like I. Yeah, I just mean as far as the timing mechanics for a lot of stuff, it that's the easiest comparison. But mm, yeah, those. yeah, yeah. But I would recommend okay. it. Moving on, Avery. Yeah, I'd recommend it. I would give this game a seven point five solid eight. I think that uh, I'm really excited to what Ember Lab does next. Uh, not really excited to see another Kenna, but really excited to see another Ember Lab game. Okay. Uh, yes, I would also recommend this game. I am at an 8.5. I thought overall the experience was really great, and I had a good time playing. Um, you know, it. I, I think when it comes to like difficulty and challenge, like they give you a good uh, spectrum, and then once you beat the game, you get the master difficulty. Um, you know, as little as we got of Kenna, I enjoyed uh, my time with her. I thought she was pretty cool. I'd like to see more of her and her character. Um, in terms of Ember Labs, I definitely think they have potential of you know being one of the a really like you know well known studios for the fact that like this was their first shot and they did mm-hmm. such a good job at that. And you know. As Sean was saying, there was, I, I also had very little issues. I don't think I crashed at all. I don't think I had, I think the only like glitch that I had was 
when the 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 corrupted god was uh charging me i ended up going through it and i was kind of just in the dragon for a little bit but other than that like i didn't have any real main issues with the game i just you know overall had a pretty good time and it's 40 dollars that's also a, a big point especially now with games being 70 dollars mm-hmm. um yeah yeah overall i had a good time i, would I, I did have one minor glitch and it's something that's happened uh certain rocks just don't show up in the world or at least if they do show up they don't count towards your uh your counter like your the actual Ooh. world cut counter of rot you've acquired so some yeah. of the uh, trophies are uh effectively impossible on certain playthroughs that is a problem <laughs> also they also they patched out the uh the uh, master trophy exploit in 1.6 so i'm done with this game and moving on forward <laughs> I, was, I found most of the rot that i tried to find like i have all of them in some areas i think uh the, the they issue, just may be in weird places no Sean, the issue isn't that you can't find the rot is that the counter on your screen that tells you how many rot you found in that area will say mm-hmm. 12 of 13 and if you go to all 13 places where the rot should be they've all been acquired mm. Mm, i guess I, I i know there was one spot where i was found like a follow-through and they were like two that looked like they were right on top of each other so i kept on checking inside the barn area and then something told me to just continue going all the way around and it was outside on like a ledge next to the barn that you just wouldn't see yeah well i i've uh, trust me i've gone through five different individual walkthroughs and walk-throughs. Of looking for rocks and i've gone to every location at least five times and like there's not like all of them are required there's nothing there and i just mm. literally can't do anything yikes all right well uh <clears throat> That has been our review. That has been our review of Kenneth Bridges Spirits. Um, we enjoyed the game generally. Um, and it looks like we would recommend that you should also play this game. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you gonna say something, Sean? No, just yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. Um, you know, we hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to rate and review us, like us on our, on your favorite YouTube channel, which is our channel. <laughs> um, until next time, uh, you take care. I, I'm not exactly sure what the next game we will be reviewing that we're all playing. Anyways, we'll figure it out, and we'll let you know. Far Cry, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys can do that. Yeah, only three of us are playing that. Yeah, That's fine. I can... Um, I can I can produce. That's not a problem. He can All watch right. the video again. <laughs> <laughs> I just might. Peace.